Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Happy Friday, bro. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Um, I said this on the Bronco show. I'm saying it on this show. I need as many people in the world to know that I am hitting my peak this weekend. You are. I'm hitting my peak this weekend. I'm getting play, paid to play golf <laughs> as a celebrity guest of a golf tournament. It won't get better than this for me. And even better, it's from a Buffs fan. Love to hear it. It's, uh, yeah, this is it for me. Where are you going? I'm going to Coyote Creek Golf Course okay. in uh, Fort Lupton. Where is that? We're also staying up there. It's like 30, 40 minutes northeast of here. Oh, okay. Um, staying there the whole weekend, hotel, oh, yeah. couple dinners, open bars. I just think this is probably it. It's probably the top. <laughs> Well, we have a whole 2023 season to get through. That's true. That's true. It'll it'll keep me, you know, from reaching the bottom. Exactly. Um, if you guys haven't seen, it sounds like really quick. So shout out to Chris for inviting me. Uh -huh. uh, big Buffs fan, as he said, uh, the hate of Nebraska unites many. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of black and gold on the course, then, even in the 90 degree heat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I only wear black. Ever, That's true, including right. on the golf course. So. Your dad says it's the DMBR uniform, right? That's Allie's dad. Allie's dad. Yeah, all black is the DMBR uniform. <laughs> I've adopted it. I mean, I was already kind of sporting all black before yeah, I got yeah. here. Um, if you guys haven't heard, it sounds like Coach Prime's surgery went well, though. Uh, there was a photo posted today from Miss Lauren, the trainer at CU, mm -hmm. and Miss Tracy, Coach's partner. Um, seems like they said God's got him. Yeah, so... I hope that that's a post-surgery pick. I that's, wasn't sure if maybe that's a pre-surgery pick. Right. Um, but either way, trust in them. All I've heard is good things coming out. So Great. Um, and also the other big news, late last night, very late, Cormani McLean put out a Instagram story, <laughs> counting down to midnight. <laughs> uh -huh. Midnight came, <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing happened, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was up at like 1. <laughs> um, poor Allie. We were leaving dinner last night around like 9 p.m. And we've been watching a show, Outer Banks. I don't know if anyone's I've ever heard watched of it. it. And uh, we had four episodes left in the season. And she's like, I'm too tired to watch tonight. And I was like, let's just watch one. Just one, and then we'll go to bed. Mm -hmm. We ended up watching all four. Um, <laughs> so I was up until like 1.30, and I saw your tweet that was like, oh, Cormani Car McLean says he's dropping a YouTube video <laughs> at midnight. So I was like, oh, it'll be up. Nope, still wasn't up. Nope. Uh, I kept tabs on it. I gave up around like 1230. I was like, all right, I'll just go to bed and check tomorrow. But he has posted a YouTube page. It is at Cormani McLean official page on YouTube. You can go subscribe now. The only video is that video he posted on Instagram a few weeks uh, or a few days ago where he was like working out. Okay. Uh, looked like he was in Florida. But more content coming soon. And all no, right. I don't know where he is. <laughs> We, yep, we don't know where he is. <laughs> I don't know. He'll um, be here eventually. He will be. According to Max, Cormani's in Boulder. This is the best information we have. Um, <laughs> oh, or not. Some people are saying this. Okay. On the internet, but uh, we'll see. What an international man of mystery. <laughs> I know. Guy's probably just trying to chill and just <laughs> like, you know, get everything in line before he moves across the country and everyone's like, where are you at, man? Sometimes I just wish I could tell these guys like, hey, you should just tweet, I'm in Boulder or be in Boulder this day. <laughs> right. And everyone will chill. Um, it'll happen soon. On3 put out an article 
headlined, Kirk Herbstreet says Pac-12 coaches are anxious to face Colorado in 2023. Um, this is from his words on the Pat McAfee show. I think it was yesterday. Also, shout out Kirk Herbstreet. His son is like going through like heart surgeries. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Geez, no, I didn't. Yeah, his son, I believe, who plays for Ohio State, tight end there, um, had to have some like heart procedure, some like extreme medication or something going Damn. on. Damn, we'll keep him in our thoughts for sure. Also, shout out to Pat McAfee for always uh, talking Coach Prime. Pat McAfee's in the club. Yes, you know, like yes. how the yes. Nuggets guys. We gotta start it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, the the Buffs respect tour is replacing the Nuggets respect tour. Exactly. So Kirk Herbstreit said, I think in this era of the transfer portal, I don't know if there's a more fascinating study than Colorado. I remember his first speech when he talked about the Louis luggage coming in. He brought it in, and he had a lot of guys that left. I don't know the exact numbers of the turnover between where they were last year and how many new faces they have this year. 52 in Kirk, by the way. But that's going to be fascinating. I mean, it's basically, obviously, a new roster. And you've seen them, and he's talking to Pat and Pac-Man Jones here, and he says... If you've seen them play, um, they haven't been good since you guys were in school, is what he said. I don't know about Pac. Pat, like, that was... Wasn't Pat McAfee during, like, the West Virginia Golden Age? Right, so, like, 2016 happened, like, when they were in the league. Yeah, yeah. Pac-Man may have been in Bronco then. Not quite, but close. No. Um, He says, but you always wonder, how is this team going to gel? We saw USC do that with Lincoln Riley. Not to that level, but they gelled pretty well. Uh, Michigan State, he brought up a couple years earlier, made a lot of changes. So we'll see. Yep. Um, Pac-12 coaches are anxious to play Colorado. Yep. They'll be eating those words. Think they're scared? <clears throat> yeah, maybe more nervous than anxious. There's no, you know when you know when Pac-12 uh, coaches were excited to play Colorado when they were bad. Any other year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not the year to be excited to play Colorado. Yeah, glorified bye week, basically. Yes. Um, I, they, yeah, sure. Are they going to want to go? You know, they probably want to beat Colorado a little more than they used to. Right. Uh, because now they're, just, they're a threat. Uh, but we'll see if they're uh, excited about playing Colorado or anxious, I guess, uh, when the time comes. Because I can guarantee you that their week leading up to the game. It's not going to be nearly as uh, fun as it was before. So Kirk Herbstreit said, without naming names, he was told there are a lot of coaches anxious to play. Which coaches do you think that are anxious to play? I mean, it would really more be like, who does Kirk Herbstreit talk to? So I assume Lincoln Lincoln Riley. Riley. (laughs) Uh, um, Who are the other? Chip Kelly? Dan Lanning, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I assume he's not talking to like Jed Fish or Kenny Dillingham, <laughs> right? Or uh, Justin Wilcox over at Cal. I yeah, think he's anxious. <laughs> um, he continued on in this last quote: um, "You don't even know who Colorado is going to play, and this is one of the things that is, I think, their greatest advantage going to TCU. And TCU <laughs> has it also. Is we have no idea what this team is going to look like. Mm-hmm. How is TCU going to have any clue?" how to scout this team, how to prepare for this team, who's going to even be on the field. Right. There's like 50 different safety combinations that right. the Buffs could roll out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a huge advantage for them. And I also think it'll be an advantage for them really throughout the non-conference schedule mm-hmm. because you can game plan different things for different... Like, they could come out against TCU and run Cavassier smoke 25 times. Right. 
And then you've got Nebraska saying, okay, we got to prepare for this guy. They come out and run Alton McCaskill 15 and Dylan Edwards 15. Right. You know, like throughout those first three games of the season, there's going to be so many different combinations and um, wrinkles that they can throw. You know, every coach does it differently. And and I, I assume Sean Lewis is closer to the, hey, we kind of have an identity and we stick to it and we game plan around that. But there's coaches like Josh McDaniels. Bill Belichick is is famous for this of like, we have a new game plan every week. Yep. And we could run a whole different offense next week. Now, again, they're not going to do that. But mm-hmm. these first three weeks, you can you could go your first week, and that's like your base install with a couple of wrinkles. And then you can have stuff that you installed throughout the fall camp that you didn't roll out until week two. Right. And then week three. And, you know, by the time you get into the conference schedule, you're, you might install one or two plays throughout the week that you think would work against a certain look that you're going to get. But... The buffs are going to surprise some people. And here's the other thing. TCU runs the 335, right? That was their big kind of revelation last year. Now a bunch of teams are trying to copy it. Nebraska, one of them, who was going to want to run that 335. So it's kind of an advantage for the buffs that their first two looks are going to be that 335 defense. Um, They get to face it back-to-back to start the season. And again, you can kind of set – you can actually use – so I always talk about how play calling is like telling a story and you should, you know, you should have a rising action and you should get to a climax and then, you know, you have a falling action. You can actually set up plays against Nebraska against TCU. Oh yeah. So you can show them a thing over and over again, knowing we're going to pull out this wrinkle next week. Cause they're going to think they see this on film and you're going to get the same look essentially. Right. Just the players you have. Yep. Like when you fully install your Travis Hunter package on offense, mm-hmm. like, how do you prepare for that? You just have to hold on and hope he doesn't roast you for 200 plus. Yeah. Same with Dylan Edwards. Like the first time he gets split out and they start using him on jet motion and stuff like that, like it's going to be a whole different trip. You throw in a Marion Miller whenever he's finally ready. Yep. Um, Cormani McLean, even, because coach said he's going to play both ways. Whenever that package comes in, how do you prepare for that? You can't. You can't. You can't. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see how they, how they run this offense. It's uh, we're getting closer. We officially hit summer this week, so uh, yes, knocking down some uh, benchmarks, some, some milestones. Yeah. Uh, last little headline piece I got. Uh, Two four seven Sports had an article a few days ago. Headline: Colorado commits to Carl Lewis Jr. joins Charles Lester III and longtime coach at Venice High School. We talked about this early in the week, uh, but Jimmy Searfrost, our guy at Buff Stampede, spoke to Coach Nickerson about. You know, the official transfer in of uh, Charles Lester III at Venice. Or was it Zakarl at Venice? I think it's Zakarl went to Venice, yeah. Um, so we have a few quotes here. Just talking about the chemistry these guys have and uh, how long they've played together. It says, you can't replace it. it. takes a lot of time to build chemistry with someone. And Zakarl and CJ played side-by-side side the last few years. They're going into their senior year. It's going to be an electric force. Um, these guys know what you expect of them and can be kind of my eyes and ears in that room just talking about uh, being coaches on the field and in the classroom. Uh, the standard is the standard at Venice. Sounds like a lot like Colorado. <laughs> I think that that phrase is so overused. It really is. Uh, the goal is to always finish on top, become nationally ranked, win a state championship, develop our young men, and prepare for the next level. Um, he then brought up again the, the 20-year decision. That's what he said when Zakarl Lewis uh, committed. You know, this is a 20-year decision. 
Coach Nick said, if you meet the right person, do the right things, you'll be set up the rest of your life by being able to play for Coach Prime. That might be 40 years. He was asked about the decision of Zakarl to transfer in um, directly and if he had a role in it. He said, I didn't have anything to do with them deciding to play together. That's something they'd been discussing. Just the idea of playing with your friend one last time. Is hmm. this the last time they play together? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully they love playing together yeah. and, and they want to keep doing it. But that is an interesting quote. Stay tuned. Great comment from Vel. Things I haven't heard lately. See your football team looks small. No one's saying that. Nope. Do you think <laughs> Coach Prime just does the ultimate like whoop-de-doo and like puts them in like tight jerseys for fall camp and then all of a sudden we're like, whoa, They're look huge. at how big this team got. <laughs> I would love that. And honestly... um, I actually think there's an advantage to that. Uh, and Vic Fangio, who, you know, had his faults as a head coach, who's a great football mind, uh, believed you have to practice in game jerseys so you don't get in the habit of trying to grab guys' jerseys. Right. During a game, there's nothing to grab onto. Those yeah. jerseys are skin tight. It's, <laughs> it's actually been a hilarious thing. They, they get tighter every year. They really do. <laughs> um, and then watching those guys try to get their jerseys off and their pads off is hilarious. But... I kind of like the idea of fall camp comes around, practice in game jerseys. <coughs> Coach Prime's got to have something up his sleeve. Um. <laughs> Shout out to Kind Love. Kind Love's excited to be a partner of DMVR and support another local brand. Kind Love Cannabis is a consistent, great experience, and we are high on Kind Love. One of the first dispensaries in Colorado established in 2010, they have this crazy thing called the turbo core and turbo joints. Have you uh, partaked in those festivities? So I don't ever feel the need to get more high. Okay. <laughs> so I, tur turbo core, not for me. Um, but I did give one to my friends mm -hmm. who do have that need. <laughs> and they literally loved it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they were they didn't stop, stop talking about it the whole rest of the night. Yeah, it's fantastic. You can visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DMVR and you can receive DMVR exclusive discount of 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. Visit their website at kindlove.com for their full extensive menu and online ordering. Then shout out to the American Raptors at Infinity Park. Uh, if you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. They've got athletes from all kinds of sports backgrounds, football, basketball, baseball, track and field, wrestling. Um, you can watch all of their games on ESPN+. Plus. Tickets are just $10, and children 12 and under are free. You can also check out our DMVR Rugby podcast hosted by our guy Colton Strickler. Learn about the great game of rugby. Let's play a game. Let's do it. Also, Val said more high question mark. Oh, I just mean like, you know, just the standard stuff's going to get me where I'm, I'm trying to go. So it's a it's like a toothpick. Oh, yeah. But it's made out of, I think, resin. Yeah. And you can literally just stick it in <laughs> joint. Vote had the brilliant idea of getting a turbo joint and putting the turbo core in the turbo, turbo joint. Yeah. It's like nitrous. <laughs> I know. For real. Um. <laughs> The big thing my friend said is like it made it smoke like slower and more consistent. Yes, definitely. That's a that's an advantage. Yeah, because it can be uh, a bitch sometimes outside. Yeah, just give me some swag. 
Kind love got you. <laughs> did you see any of these when I put them in the Slack? Are you? Did you read any of these? No, no. Hell yeah. All right, let's go, Alyssa. Fill in the blank. When the 2024 EA NCAA football game is released, Colorado will be a blank <laughs> overall. Wow. Didn't they do, last time they just did grades, I think. Did they? I think so. But anyways, That's I'll, lame. I'll go a number. Um, <clears throat> wow. So that's next year. Next year. So, so we'll have a full year of Coach Prime. Be a 2024 team. Uh, be a lot of new faces, I'm sure. A lot of new recruits. I'm going to say 87. Wow, really? I think they're going to get disrespected. Okay. So I'm going to... If it was this year, I would say that. I think by next year... The national hype will be pretty big. I still think they'll get disrespected. All right. They're going to want it to sell, though. And they know that Coach Prime sells. So if you piss off all the people who love Coach Prime by making the buffs suck, you're going to hurt sales. All right. Well, you're making me reconsider now. I'll say (laughs) 79. Oh, wow. What were you going to originally say? Like 74. Oh. Uh, Well, okay. I'm trying to remember. Maybe I went too high. My Madden team is a 91. So, like, when they ship the game, they usually have, like, one team barely in the 90s. Okay, so I'm too high. I'll say, uh, like, I just had a turbo core. Um, (laughs) I'll say uh, 84. Next one. After the 2023 season, Shador Sanders will be a top blank quarterback in the Pac-12. One. Wow. Over Caleb. Well, Caleb's going to leave. Okay. That, I, I thought we were saying, like, after this season, the guys who are seniors leave the conference. Where is Shador? I was kind of thinking, like, looking back. Okay, okay, season. okay, okay. Then that's different. Uh, I'll say top three. That's what I was going to say. <clears throat> I think he can beat out one of, if not both, of Cam Rising and Bo Nix this year. Yeah. For multiple reasons. Next one. Come National Signing Day 2024, Coach Prime will flip blank players. How many? Three. Oh, all the. So between now and then. Between now and okay, then. How many flips on do you that get? Day. Uh, six. Wow. I was going to say like three or four. <laughs> I'm saying three on signing day. Damn. And including at least one five star. And it's going to be a cornerback. Probably. Um, yeah. I, I mean, three or four, I still feels like uh, quite a bit. But I guess never rule out Coach Prime. And uh, as he said, it's 95%. You get a kid here. <coughs> and if they win this year. Yeah. Oh, if they win this year, that's, that's what I'm banking on. Yeah. Is there's kids who are like, ah, I just don't know. I want to go to a winner. And mm-hmm. they see this happen and they're going to be like, all right, I'm in. A lot of six in the comments, though. Uh, next one. You're good. As a team, the Buffs will have blank touchdowns in 2023. So the number was 21, 21 last year. Oh, this is hard. I don't know what a normal team does. Who was a good team last year? USC. Okay. Yeah. Give me a, give me a USC number that I can use as a baseline. Um, okay. This <laughs> is... A little harder than you thought. It's much harder than I thought. <laughs> I know how to find this. Just give me all right, all two right. seconds. I mean, they were last in the country, 
I assume, and with 21 touchdowns last year. They were last in a lot of stats last year. Um, so I'm guessing like 40 is a normal amount for a team. So pulling up USC 2022, Caleb Williams threw 42 himself. Sheesh. Rushing, we have... Let's say they had a good year around 60. Okay. Sorry. Wow, three times. Um, <laughs> I mean, they were like three times better than CU. I know. And I think they probably tripled them up when they played or more. Yeah. Um, that might be actually a little low because I didn't even count uh, defensive touchdowns. Okay. I'm going to say uh, 55. I think they're going to be close to that 60 number. They're going to be rolling. Dude, this offense, I just, I, I, I got, I'm going to have to see it get stopped before I believe it. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if there's a defense you circle on this, maybe outside of Utah. That's the last game of the season, though. Oregon State, possibly. <coughs> exactly. Like TCU, Nebraska. No. All these no. ones. I just. USC, no. Basically, what I think is you have to stop the run. Mm-hmm. That's gonna like if any team allows the Buffs to run for five yards a carry, they're gonna score thirty-five points. Mm-hmm. So do you have the guys up front to stop the run? If you do, then I think it can get a little dicey. Not that I don't think Shador can pass the ball. It's just if you get the defense the the luxury of knowing it's a pass, I worry a little bit about the protection. Rob Demand with the point. Shador threw forty last year. I think. That would be an amazing season if he got 40 this year. I don't know he if he didn't throw 40, right? He, well, total. He threw 36 and ran for four. 34, 34 and, and six. ran for six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, if he can get close to 35 himself, 30 himself, even. Like I said, 20, 25 would be an amazing season for passing in CU history. No. Uh, next one. Blank will be Colorado's... So both of them. Each. Okay. Blank will be Colorado's primary kick and punt returner this season. Oh, wow. I've got one for kick. I think Dylan Edwards does kicks. Yes. And I think Jimmy Horn does uh, punts. And they'll do the two back. So it'll be Jimmy and Dylan back on kicks. And then on punts, it'll be Jimmy. You think Cormani could be a punt returner? Potentially, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a there's going to be there's so much electric uh options. Mm-hmm. To me it'll just be which one of those guys earns the trust of the coaching staff the most. Yeah. Uh Wayne says Willie Gaines. Kenneth says Willie Gaines too. I think Travis J was a punt returner also at FSU. Wow. Um a few guys. Punt Kendrick Breedlove, we talked about his speed earlier this week. Yep. Throw him in the conversation. Tarvars Dawson. Dawson. That's what I mean. It's like you're going to get this big competition. Whoever catches the most, they're going to roll with because all of them are explosive. Yep. Kenneth says Jimmy too valuable to the offense. Do you think that factors into those decisions? It should. But it, it just depends on where you draw the line on too valuable. Right. If he's that good with the ball in his hands as a returner, and returning is a skill. It's not just you're fast or so you're good at it. Mm-hmm. It's a skill, and he clearly has it. Adam Hopkins. Uh, someone said Caleb Mathis. <coughs> Interesting. All right, next one. 
Um, other than Coach Prime, Blank will have the best press conferences this season. Coach wow. or player. Or we can Are do we both. Are we getting coach press conferences throughout the season other than um, coordinators? Um, well, so last year we kind of had chances. Some okay. Sometimes they were assigned to us. Sometimes we could like request, request. the coach. Okay. If, coach, if all coaches are available, I'll say Andre Hart. All right. Um, and if I have to choose a player, oh, man. I have to think on that. What do you think? All right. Well, Coach, I got to shout out my guy, Coach Brew, okay. first off. But yeah. I think Coach Sal takes, the, uh, takes that award. I don't get the feeling Coach Sal likes the media. I don't think he does, but he's kind of that, uh, I don't know, name someone like this who uh, doesn't really like the media. Bill Belichick? But, yeah, but kind of plays it up a bit and uses it as a tool. Yeah. He's got a lot of football knowledge, too. I think he's going to drop a lot in just five minutes. I know. I just think he's like, F these guys. <laughs> uh, that's just my, my guess, my read. Um, man, who's going to have the best player press conferences? Uh, I'll throw Jimmy out there. Okay. I mean, Travis and Shador, of course, we're going to see them all season. Yep. Um, Shador was, looked like he was having fun with it by the end he of, was. of spring. Yeah. So he's a, he was the first one that came to my mind. Just trying to remember, am I missing someone who's like, has just like a very out there personality? Uh, Derek McClendon. Yep. Could be. Oh, Shiloh. There you go. There you go. Comments came through. Shiloh Bishop. We haven't gotten a Shiloh presser yet. That's got to be one of the We don't know what that's like. I know. (laughs) Uh, Who else are you guys saying? Demoy Kennedy. We haven't heard from him yet. There's a lot of players we haven't heard from yet. Yep. It'll be fun to to go through and get some of the new guys. Weaver. He'd be an interesting one. Jaquez. Jaquez seems like he'd be fun, too. Mac Mill said they don't have enough sensor buttons for Coach Sal. (laughs) All right, um, we have one more. So other than Travis and Shador, when we look back on the 2023 season, Blank will be the first player we think of. Man, you did work on these. You got some good ones. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Look back on the 2023 season. Obviously, coaches are off. Yep. Blank will be the first player we think of. Jimmy Horn. I will throw out a little underdog, I guess, but someone like Shane Cokes. I think if you can, if you get someone that just really anchors the defensive line like that, and because I feel like that's the biggest concern around about fans right now is the defensive line. I'll throw out uh, Cormani McLean too, just if he is as advertised and can play at a power five level right away. The defense um, is pretty much guaranteed to be good. Right. And then Alton McCaskill will be another one. <clears throat> mm. Wow. The Javon Antonio glow up has been crazy. Yeah. I think he's in there more than anyone else. <laughs> I know. But they love him. I love Javon Antonio. But I don't, the comments adore the guy. Yeah. <laughs> They've been on him. They were on him from the minute yes. he was on campus. And again, don't take that as me not liking Javon Antonio at all. Of but course it, not. I'm surprised by how much he's he's already kind of in the upper pantheon of players and in fans' minds. Right. 
Levante Bentley in the comments, Xavier Weaver, Jordan Dominic, uh, Alton McCaskill, Carmani, Jeremiah Brown. That would be sick. That's a fun one. Kenneth says Smoke might, might be an underrated pick, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining Jimmy Horn getting the ball in his hands and just going so much. 80 yards. Yes. Yeah. Like little slants where like the defense can't quite get the angle and he just like turns it up and Yep. I wanna see one of those Odell Beckham slants to the house from him this year. Oh, we're getting that. Where he just he catches the ball five yards past the line of scrimmage and then just runs straight to the sideline and no one can catch him. Yep, that that's happening. Um LaVisca Chanel had a couple of those that were so so sick. One against USC. Yeah. So sick. That's electrifying, man. When you just take a small pass like that to the house, just on pure speed. When I just love you, like you see the defense. He's coming down trying to make the play, and then he like curls it yep. around him, and you're, there's just no one that you're like, oh, he's gone. Yep. It's amazing. All right, that was fun though. Uh, Robert says Javon always looks like he's playing to win. That's why he's liked. Man, he's got an incredible opportunity here to prove that he was overlooked. Yep. And I think that he probably won't let that slip away. Ty Alston, Wilkerson getting uh, thrown out there too. Shout out to Illegal Pete's. This episode of the DMVR Buffs podcast is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. It's our go-to spot this summer. They've got an extended happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every day. Go hang out. Get yourself a house beer bucket special. Uh, if you go to a Rockies game, stop by Illegal Pete's after. Show them your ticket stub. You get a free draft beer, house margarita. Legal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. I might have to make a stop today. Ooh. It is fried rice Friday, though. It is, but I had fried rice yesterday. I know. I'm uh, I'm heading straight up. You're going right after this? Yep. Nice. Yep. Apparently, I'm playing with some Buffs fans today, too. There you go. Yep. Oh, you're playing today, too? Yep. yep. Wow. Two rounds. Two nights in the hotel, two dinners, two open bars. You're living the dream, bro. <laughs> Literally living the dream. Um, and then also shout out to, oh my God, I just deleted it. Bacchus and Shanker. There we go. If you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is there for you. They've been there for Colorado families for over 25 years. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case and no fees... Unless they win your case and win money for you. Bikes and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, pedestrian, trucks, ride share. You can't even help with if you're injured at work. If you need to sue, smash the two. Bikes and Shanker wins. All right. What else we got? Comments. Comments. Connor, with Amazon Prime re-upping season two of Coach Prime, you'd have to think that Amazon is the deal for Pac-12 media rights, no? <laughs> um, I don't think so. No. I don't think these media companies are willing to say, like, we'll take the whole Pac-12 because of Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, the future is just so uncertain. And we'll see what Colorado actually does. But Yeah. Angel says, Arcade just joined the Live Tour, 36 holes. <laughs> There's nothing I would rather do. Does the Live Tour still exist? Are they, like, actually merged still yet? 
I feel like that day it was like a big deal, and then no one's ever talked yeah. about it since with like any details. I watched like so many videos on that that day. Yeah, <laughs> literally haven't heard a single. We thing have no it. idea. Like, are they still gonna play? Like, yeah. are now PGA tournaments? Are PGA players eligible to play in live tournaments? Right. Or is live just like a part owner of the PGA now? Uh, we had the what was it U.S. Open last weekend, mm-hmm. and wasn't that like one of the one tournaments that they actually Everyone were letting? Play yeah, because it's not a PGA tournament, right? Uh, Jay's asking Jake and RK who would win a game of horse out of you two. Uh, I'm winning in a shutout. Wow, a shutout. Yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the uh, get the cameras out there. All right then. I've honestly never. Do you have a? Do you have some game? No. Okay. I was never a hooper, bro. I've got curry range, bro. Do you? Yeah. No, I was too obsessed with football to even pay attention to basketball for most of my life. I'm good at sports that involve touch. Yeah, I feel that. Like I, that's why I enjoy golf too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nothing better than a nice shot. Oh. Go hit some right after this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my! Anyone seen Tyler Brown? Tyler's missing now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyler's there. I saw him in a video like last week. So then the answer is yes. You have seen him. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite position, Ryan? Running back gets Travis going. He says. I mean, the obvious answer would be quarterback. Right. But after that, for me, it's middle linebacker. Uh, running back's definitely up there for me. Wide receiver's up there. Corner. Probably those three. One of those three. Corner man, corner gives me anxiety. I don't know how those guys do that. It's That's just the position I think that like natural athleticism just flashes, and you can just tell guys are good at it. Second hardest position on the field, in my opinion. Um, and the one I would want to play the least. Yes. <laughs> yes. That and left tackle. That also seems terrible. Yeah. Um, Stefan, does Colorado on paper have the best DBs in the Pac-12? I mean, I can't go through every single secondary in the Pac-12 right now, but it's hard to imagine. Let me put it this way. If Cormani is as advertised, it's an immediate yes. It's over. Two of the top 10 highest rated corners in the history of rating them. On the same team. Mm-hmm. If he's that guy, they're they're not only the best in the Pac-12, they're going to compete for best in the country. For sure. Uh, someone says there's a sickness going around the facility, so that's why players are missing. Also, guys, it's the summer. <clears throat> yep. Like, guys are, like, taking time off and mm-hmm. stuff. Like Going home, seeing yes. their families. It's okay if uh, people are not on campus right Everything now. they're doing is optional. Yep. Um, and I'm sure, as I think Connor said it, Bucky's trying to get those new faces on screen, too. Yes. We saw a lot of Tyler Brown already. Not that we don't want more we of him. We love some Tyler Brown, yeah. but yes. He's already a character in the universe. Yes. Established. Got to add more characters to the uh, the CUCU. Yep. Did you catch that reference? CUCU? So the MCU is the Marvel oh. something universe. <laughs> I'm not like, a Marvel fan, okay. man. What does that stand for? What so they would know? MCU, MCU, Marvel Collective Universe. You're asking the wrong guy. I tell you what. <laughs> um, what else do we got? 
Business Buff says, the more I rewatch my favorite DB highlights, Travis reminds me of Champ Bailey more than Dion. Ooh. The way he moves, ball skills, both ways. But better pure corner. I am 100% here for this comparison. You're speaking directly to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Watching Champ Bailey play corner was uh, was just a joy. It was his birthday a few days ago, so mm -hmm. we were seeing just highlight reels all over Instagram and Twitter, and I think I lost about 20, 25 minutes that day just watching Chant Bailey highlights. So, so everything he did was clean. What's your favorite interception of his? Probably the one against the Pats. The one he almost took back? Yep. Legendary. The one that he should have took back. The, the Saints one, do you know which one I'm talking yep. about? Is ridiculous. Yep. There was a game against, uh, I want to say it was the Eagles. It was definitely against Terrell Owens, where T.O. got like four or five catches on him in the first half on slants. Mm -hmm. And then just when they thought they had him on it, he just jumped it. And it was just like, mm, wow. He was amazing. Everything he did, like, I don't know how to explain it other than everything he did looks like, looked like it was perfect. Like, he never, he never took a false step. Yeah. There's a, in that, in one of the many highlights, you'll find a play of the Raiders, I believe, in Mile High, and Randy Moss runs like a corner route. And the way like Champ turns his hips and starts like to break on the ball, he becomes a receiver in yes. that moment. Yes. Just everything was so clinical. Yeah. He was amazing. CJ, Jake, and RK, <coughs> would it be nice to see the gold uniforms this year? I'm in. I never. I was on the fence until I saw Shador pretty much wear it every day through practice, and I was mm -hmm. like, I think I'm in on this combo. <laughs> yeah, black gold, gold. Hell yeah, black gold, black would probably be cool too. Let's bring the gold back. Let's give it a try. JRK, you literally shook when the Nuggets clinched. What are you going to do if the Buffs win it all? Please say pass out. So many tears. <laughs> so many tears. I, Jay's brought this up a few times. I wonder what video he saw of me. I think I was probably just going, Come yeah. On. <laughs> um, the buffs bring out like I also I shed tears that night when the Nuggets won, uh, but the buffs bring out a different level of emotion with me. Like, yeah, almost every win makes me emotional. <laughs> Seen too many <laughs> the losses. Last few years, <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, the Cal game was like a spiritual experience. It almost. was. It was. <laughs> and like, I don't know, Buffs games are so cool because it's I'm just sur surrounded by all my friends, you know? Right. So you're just like with all the buddies who have been through the mud with you. Yep. Um, That's a great point, Cameron. Smash the like button right now. At least and we guys, got triple digits. Let's do that. And by the time I finish reading this, you can pull up your phone... Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Mm. Not only could you subscribe to the pod, you could just hit five stars. We'd greatly appreciate it. It would help us out greatly. Um, and it takes that much time. Yep. Pretty quick. You're already done. Macho Man. Macho Man is asking, what is the level of high school talent in the state of Colorado? Are there any good recruits worth the buff's time? Honestly, there's one or two every year. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're going to have a couple good offensive linemen that you could add, you know, three-star guys. Um, but it's not a, it, it's not a very, um, rich talent pool here. Usually right. in a couple great years, um, you know, you have your occasional blue chipper, Christian McCaffrey, right. Those sort of players. Uh, but honestly, offensive line, we've done a pretty good job of producing, um, 
And then, you'll, like I said, you'll have a few really good players randomly scattered about the state. Gage Ginther's the top-rated 2024 recruit. He committed to Tennessee a few weeks ago. He's out of uh, Fossil Ridge. Um, Gabe Sawchuk is the next top recruit. Running back from Valor Christian. There you go. Uh, there's a few guys. There's an athlete, Jake Stonebreaker. He committed to K-State. Hayden Treaders to USC. Blake Barnett's a quarterback to K-State. There's a, It's all three stars, but it's 23 three stars that I see so far. 22. <coughs> so. Um, oh, no. What's going on in the chat? <laughs> Trolls. <laughs> Is that all we got? I think that's all we got. Is that it, Alyssa? Yeah. All right, man. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Hit him straight. I will. And it's a scramble, so if you don't, it doesn't oh, matter. There you go. <laughs> we'll be back. You'll be back Monday? Uh, yes. All right, sweet. We'll see you guys then. Let's go Buffs. See you guys. Go Buffs.